really quick and you get it done and you, like the game's over and everybody's just like, what just happened? He didn't even kiss me goodnight. As I sit and I ponder for an EDH spec, I take a look at my decks and realize there's not much test Cause I've been blasting and casting so long that even my cousin thinks that my mind is gone but I ain't never stomped a man that didn't deserve it. Me be winning pre-releases, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how how I'm talking and planes walking, or you and my cousin, my you will, will be trying to talk. <laughs> you're, you're trying to talk there. Yeah. I'm trying to, <laughs> da, 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 da. So here's the funny thing with that. It's Coolio. Yeah. Um. It's Gangster's Paradise for sure. But the whole, I'd say the first five, ten seconds, I only had the Weird Al version in my head. <laughs> and so I was like, oh shit, who, who sings this? What is the real version of this? <laughs> this, was, this was my favorite song oh. forever. Remember, uh, what was that movie? It was um, Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. Yeah. That movie was awesome. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't think I was now. allowed to watch it until like five years after. Like five years but, ago. Maybe five years ago. <laughs> I was a lot older. It wasn't like when it came out when I got to watch it. Yeah, I liked that movie a lot. Uh, it probably doesn't hold up now. I, I mean, you assume. got Coach Carter. He's <laughs> very similar. Uh, wait, was that by somebody? Oh, yeah. Ozzy Nate uh, uh, sent that one that. in. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, friend. That was pretty good. You only had a couple of fumbles there. Not yeah. like me last week where I started three times and couldn't <laughs> get them. And it was the easiest one to do. Uh, re-listening to that, I was, was going to cut it out. And I was like... Nah, it's funnier. It than is me funny. Fucking up. <laughs> Welcome, Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith, and I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry, we're cousins. Oh, uh, this is episode number eighty-six. Uh, we didn't even talk I about know. that one. Thank I God I wrote, wrote it down, down beforehand. I was like, we did eighty-five. <laughs> I was just looking at it. So yeah, episode eighty-six. Uh, we got kind of a special one for you. Not really. It's the Do same we? thing. Yeah, it's the same as normal. Uh, but aren't they all special? <laughs> they are. We're going to have, what are, we, what are we talking about today? We got Kenrith we're talking about today. Okay, yeah. Bit. So it's going to be, we're, we're playing with the idea of the spotlight decks now. Mm-hmm. Um, Just tickling it. Tickling the taint. The return. There's our taint talk. Uh, And so, two minutes and twenty seconds. Good job, Larry. Did we get that far in? How long did I sing for? (laughs) Uh, But I think we're gonna have more of a discussion. A little bit more focused on the deck that I kind of built. Yeah, you more finished it than I did because I didn't do it at all. Yeah, (laughs) I had my idea, and so that's what I'm gonna kind of discuss my part, and then we'll have a little bit more of a discussion with that perfect pause for that i will also open a beer what are we drinking here laria not you um, are sharing with adam i am sharing with adam an indeed brewing company this is a mexican honey light Ooh, honey lager so it's just a light lager um cheers cheers oh i like that it is very light yeah, it had it has really nice flavor with it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, a sweetness. No, you can get the honey as a later taste. I didn't yep. get it right away. This I'm not I a like huge fan of lagers though. Like that's lagers are kind of like your Budweiser, your Miller. Okay. Um, those are yeah. I general. actually don't know the difference between beers and just like which one's lighter and darker. Yeah. And, and so much. this is this is one of the better lagers in my opinion. Yeah. This so is pretty yeah, good. all you got to do is try a little bit, and a lager becomes okay. Yeah, I like this actually quite a bit. I like honey stuff. Uh, my favorite whiskey is uh, Bushmills Honey. Yeah, for sure. And that's a good that on, that's a good on the rocks. But yeah, this is delicious. What did you uh, have this week that you weren't sharing with me? 
I got a little uh, confused. Oh, on Chronicopia <laughs> from uh, Ven Brewing. It was funny because we talked about this before the cast. He <laughs> sent out the tweet and then he had the smoke weed every day, except it was drink beer, drink every, beer day. every day. And I was like, I don't get that it. That doesn't come along at all. There is no gif for Nate Dogg saying smoke weed every day, yeah, which but, blew my mind. I spent like a half hour looking. <laughs> trying to find it. And then I tried to look for it. I was like, there's got to be something yeah. and could not find it. I have, So any of you gif makers out there, you can do that <laughs> uh but the funny thing is is on my twitter account the well on everybody's twitter the beer is cut off and it wasn't it just, until somebody just looks like chronic copia it just looks yeah it just has the name in it and then somebody liked the tweet uh, that you sent and then i could see it in a small version on my phone i was like holy shit that's a pot leaf <laughs> who's drinking pot <laughs> so that's my first question i was like that pot in it, Larry? No, it didn't. But what didn't. was? Uh, it was just the. Uh, name all of I it? can tell you, it's it was Chronicopia, um, and it was it's a dank IPA, West Coast style. And after brushing my teeth, my wife definitely said, "Whew, that was a strong beer." <laughs> <laughs> As I lay down next to her, and I just breathe in her face. She's like, Whoa. <laughs> "But it was good for me." A toothbrush, she said. Yeah, after brushing mm. my teeth. Hey, I, I, I brushed my you. tongue too. Oh, geez, what? <laughs> What's it? How do you know a toothbrush was invented by a Packer fan? I don't know. Because if it was anybody else, it'd be called a teeth brush. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're missing teeth. <laughs> Us Viking fans, we don't uh, we don't care for the the likes of Green Bay Packer fans. Unless you're our listener, we like you a lot. Uh, we appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, so this, like I said, we're talking about Kenrith a little bit more. So a breakdown of what you did, uh, kind of an idea I had, and then maybe some other things with Kenrith. Yeah. Uh, yeah we're we'll, also going to continue our Fave Fives. Enchantments. Woo! This one was a little... There was, my was list different. was a lot bigger. Yeah, my list was bigger too, which is kind of surprising. So maybe there's like a wider array of enchantments that we like to use, whereas maybe there's more specific creatures and instants. I think I got a like g- using. good list down, but like again, I go through my binder and mm-hmm. I like this list. I added these today because this was my original list. Mm-hmm. I added one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to my list just today. I guess I hadn't gone through my binder, but maybe not. I just went through my decks and looked at cards that I really that you liked. Normally use, and then, yeah. yeah. And that's how I broke it down to the five. So I got over ten. I think I got over ten. Yeah, I added a couple as we were talking. Yeah. And then I was like, well, they're not going to make it, but these are cards I like to use. Uh, so we'll also want to hear what other cards you guys like to use. So at the end, if we haven't talked about one, maybe suggest a couple that yeah. you guys like to use as well. Uh, and then we're getting into anal questions. Anal questions. I don't know why you always mess that up. <laughs> I think you're into stuff that I don't understand. <laughs> uh, what? What? In the butt. All right. Uh, okay. So we we're on Twitter. Things. Yeah, there we go. And YouTube. And Gmail. There we go. And, and something else. And Patreon. Patreon. Oh. All at Commander Smiths. Box giveaway still going on oh, that's good o- point. October. Yeah. So patrons, for each dollar you've donated for October... Uh, that's one ticket in for the drawing at the end of the month. And again, yep. that'll go through the rest of this month. Um, what else? Oh, you already told your pro or your not the beer thing. Adam. You do my proxy, proxy of the, week. the week was, uh, upon a lot of requests and we kind of figured we were going to do it anyways. Once we got the box, uh, arcane signet for sure. That was one of my favorite designs. Cause it, I had to completely, I haven't done that really where, 
normally like, i take the picture adjust the hand yeah i had to flip the hand because uh the hand as you know is the original arcane signet it's kind of facing sideways well when i shrunk that image up it just looked like uh, meat and like one little finger sticking out, and, like, and then there was like a little just emblem. a meat paw. Yeah, I was like, that just looks fucking weird. So then I spun the hand around. It looked weird facing up because then you were the emblem was covered by the text of what the card does. Oh. So then I flipped it so it was facing down. So that kind of takes over. And it, you put a, the Commander, Commander Smith, Smith logo, logo on, on it. That's yeah. pretty sweet. I liked it. Tough guy Smith. Yeah. No, you. <laughs> So, but uh, I'll give another hint. This next week's is also going to be a pretty good staple of what we use in Commander that just came out in the new set. Lowry might have requested it also. I don't actually know what it is. I request a lot of things. You got it. I gave it to you already today. Oh. Oh, you didn't already do that one? No. That was for this week. Uh, Yeah, no. You got a pre one. That one's dope. I'm (laughs) all right with that. So, but yeah, that should be it for our tags. We went through that fast. It's good. We're yeah, wow. To... We're at nine minutes. Hey, we beat the 10 Under minute 10. mark. <laughs> I'm all right with that. Uh, should we jump into our Kenrith then? Do we want to talk about the packs? Oh, yeah. Or the new stuff? That oh, they, yeah. They... I guess we'll do some magical news. Magical news. Thank you. <laughs> or is that actually uh, I have a sound is that a tag? Yeah, just put that sounder that. over the top. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all right so uh i can i can talk about this one really quick so they are doing a mystery booster which oh, we know yeah. literally nothing about other than it says mystery on the pack and then they'll release more information at mf richmond motherfucking Rich. richmond <laughs> everybody's That's thinking true. about it everybody's thinking it it's not magic fest it's motherfucking city name it's yeah. ridiculous and then they also uh, revealed that they're going to be having unsanctioned uh, set kind of. Which fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, it's it's dumb except for the one part that sticks out for me. And you can, okay, like, you can tell me which part sticks out for me, but it's sure. you get uh, each copy of unsanctioned contains the following it's five 30 card decks from unsets. From unsets. So it's all going to be silver bordered. Yep. Two six-sided dice. Which, which will be silver. I don't even have... Right, Actually, right. I don't know. Oh, it's like, what? Where did you get that information? Uh, two or ten double-sided tokens. Silver. I just fucking hit my mic. <laughs> ten full art basic lands. Five of them regular, five of them premium. I'm guessing where the premium would be is foil. Except you would think they put foil there. What's no, that, it, that's... I mean, how else is it going to be premium? They're going to go... It's already full art yeah but when you say five regular five foil why did they put premium there? i don't know this is off of the wizard's website by the way yeah we'll, we'll I'm tag ass- this we're assuming this. foil but I was... okay but, and then, and one, then one reusable box which everybody will throw away what yeah <laughs> uh the one thing i did read was the ta-ta-ta. uh unsanctioned also comes with new full art new full art black bordered basic lands so the lands that you can actually use in any other deck where if it's silver bordered you can't use that if they were silver border because you could see that if, if you're not if you if don't have a basic land no yeah. no 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 you can you can see them all the time i don't think the backside of a uncard is silver is it no 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 like yeah but the border but you cares? if you have them unsleeved you can yeah. see the silver on the side you know, if oh. all, you turn your deck, so that's why oh. the lands are always black or have they don't have the silver on them. 
Silver designates like it's not tournament legal right. whatsoever. So, and so you wouldn't put silver around a, a basic land. But one of the other parts is you can see the silver on the side. All right. If you're I, I didn't realize that part. Uh, but this fucking, I mean, you know, the they don't have a I'm price on it because there is an MSRP. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. Yeah. And so we don't have any idea. But it's five 30 card decks. I bet you this is going to end up being 40 or $50. Probably. And there's no way I'm paying that. What if the lands are sweet? I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I'm not going to spend $60 on five premium full art lands. I'm just not. I'm not. Okay. Well, I'm not. Let me, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The, the one thing is it's saying new full art basic land. The thing is, is if it was five foils of... What if they're as good as the uh, unstable ones? I mean, those are going sure. for fifty a piece at at least. You know, islands more than. Well, that. then more than likely you're not going to be able yeah. to find this. So, so it's a hundred dollars, which I'm not going to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we, this we can't really speculate on until we yeah, get more information. Have no I just idea. was more excited about the lands part. More full art land, I, unstable. Yeah. All the I mean, you're getting lands five really foils. Like. Five Which is and five nice. Like I bought foils. some packs of the last one just to get some of the. I got two boxes of them, <laughs> or no? Yeah, I got a couple of them for Christmas too. Yep. So I have a ton of those. But, um, so it just I don't know. The other part of it is now that I have, I love the look of the unstable lands, but now with Modern Horizons with the snow covered stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always going to be using those now because the there's no downside ones. to those. Well, you know, you bought ten boxes, so <laughs> yeah. you have a ton. I no, can... there's more boxes than that. I have a lot of those, <laughs> but those are the ones I'm going to use because there's no downside to can them. Can I borrow you know? some of your unstable lands? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> and I'll forget which ones. They're all in my deck, so you're not going to be able to borrow them. <clears> so I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see how when that comes out uh, when we get closer, but that's not until February 29th. So, all right, let's move into. Kenrith, the the Return King. This was the uh, uh, buy box promo, and you can kind of get him in the collector packs as well. But he's essentially uh, four colorless and a white for five five legendary creature, human noble, uh, and then a bunch of activated abilities, which is pay a red. All creatures gain trample and haste until end of turn. Green and a colorless put a one one counter on target creature. Two colorless and a white, target player gains five life. Three colorless and a blue, target player draws a card. And four colorless and a black, target creature gains a card from a graveyard, uh, gets put in the battlefield under its owner's control. So um, one thing that we're like, there's a bunch of different ways to build Mm -hmm. this. And, well, Adam specifically stated that quote verbatim. (laughs) And, uh, and And I... and I was like, yeah, I, I I don't think we'll build it the same or similar or have the same idea. Um, so you actually so, built it for yeah, the most part. Yeah, because we said we would, yeah. and then you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I basically did like three years ago, and then that deck sat there, and then we started this podcast, and we built so many decks that I just killed that deck. So Yeah, it wasn't worth the time, resources. The deck that I... It, if I am going to build this deck, which I still don't know if I'm going to outright build it, the idea I was going to use is kind of going off my old deck, which was using partner commanders with Thrasios, mm-hmm. which is green-blue, and then Rahan, which is... Uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Rohan. Rohan. Oh, they're cousins. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> That's why you wanted to build them. Yeah, but so 
that dealt with one one counters. Uh, Rayhan, what is his? Exact? Like whenever a creature with one one counters on it dies, put, put a, that one many. one counters on Rayhan. Or on a target creature. On any creature. Yeah. And then the, you know, it doesn't seem right. I mean, they don't go together necessarily, Thrasios, but Thrasios was just my way of. It's pay four. Look at the top card. If slam, put it into play. If not, draw the card. Yeah. Like, Thrasios is bonkers powerful. So that was the idea of that deck. I never. It's actually just scry one. No, and then you reveal the card. Then you reveal. Okay. But you could scry one first. Yeah, okay, that's a good that's point. That makes it better. <laughs> Paying four just to be able to do that would have been, been good. But then scrying. scrying but so that was kind of the idea of that deck. I had it 90% built. It was to the point of Adam has 150 cards and needs to cut it down to make this deck. And then I just didn't have time to do it. This Kenrith seems like, I mean, the green part of it is adding a 1-1 counter. So, so what you were thinking is you would probably focus in on putting a 1-1 counter on a card and drawing cards and just go like green, blue, white? Yes and no. Green, blue, a lot of the, the creatures that came in with 1-1 counters. But the other part of Rayhan's Rohan. Rayhan's we can call him Rohan. doesn't matter. It feels more natural. But the other part of him was... I was wanting my creatures to die so I could move counters around. Mm-hmm. The black part of Kenrith. Returning, returning a, <laughs> you had a, giggle a creature. No, I, I laugh because you laugh. It's below the waist having... is where is the black part of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's king. Uh, <laughs> but you're returning creatures from your graveyard into play with 1-1 one, one counters on them still. Yeah. Well, or putting, no, they bringing would... them back into play. Yeah. yeah. Like this is being able to recur. My creatures coming back. I like that little engine. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's kind of the build of it. The main creature, the creatures that come in are the ones, the green and blue guys and getting the counters, but then I'm able to sack them with certain things. You know, we've talked about all the sack engines. Green has a ton of them. We have the artifacts. But you're, I mean, you're in five colors, so you can use Everything. the best in every sack <laughs> good point. outlet that you want. I but, guess I could do that route. I would have more just focused on those three when I built the deck. Like green, black, blue, mm-hmm. and then just making sure that you have a little bit of, like being able to play Kenrith reliably, yeah. even though it's five, which is later and nice. Um, that's not the build you did. It is not. And I also, so I went to EDH rec just to see what other people were doing. And I pretty much disagreed with everything that they were doing. (laughs) They they were turning it into a a giving deck, like a group hug deck. Mm -hmm. And I've said this multiple times for me, it just does not work. Like, unless I'm able to (laughs) control it. Now, if you had a giving deck like that and you gave, let somebody else use it, do you think it would work for them? Or is it just, it just doesn't work? Um, I mean, it it depends on what the person, it aspect. I mean, that that's twofold. Like I want to be able to win as well as do certain concepts with a deck group hug generally has to have, you're either like Zedru, you can kind of win with like a lab maniac, like when drawing out your deck and like, you can kind of win that way, but otherwise you're just kind of controlling or just giving people gaining life being making it hard being everybody's friend yeah and then somehow this this is the same thing but there isn't any real way to win in my mind Mm -hmm. and so what i was trying to do was just i started out with i want there we go um i want these effects to be either good for me or bad for my opponents Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of like um and I started off with the idea of like I know Nekusar. Yeah. Whenever you whenever an opponent draws a card, they take a damage. And each everybody draws an extra card. 
and then you can force with Kenrith Make to draw, draw more draw cards. cards. That's a hefty draw ability, though, for... But sure, and so, but it's more like, and then there's like the new Obnixilis Fate Unraveler that I put in there. I didn't go to like Underworld Dreams is a card, but that's three black. Mm-hmm. It's kind that's of hard to tough. do yeah, in a five color. Five. Um, but also there's Consecrated Sphinx. Uh, yeah. So whenever they draw a card, you could force that, and you draw two cards, mm-hmm. which is a nice way to go about it. Or the actually the card that's really started me on this was Tainted Remedy, which yeah, is. That's you, why I brought of it. Of course, up. you got the taint in there. <laughs> if an opponent would gain life, that player loses that much life instead. So you're going off of the tapping three, the two colorless and a white target player gains five life, which is really draining them of five life. That's interesting. And, and then you can also go sanguine bond. Ooh, so that's when, a foil sanguine bond. So when you gain the life, you can drain somebody five. It's good. not like I was just looking for more advantages. Uh, Kabu predators are pretty cool. Creature. Whenever an opponent gains life, put a, that many 1-1 one, one counters on Kavu, and he has Trample. And so, like, you make somebody gain 5 life, like, if you're wanting them to stay in the game, but you get to turn your Kavu Predator into a 6-6. Six, six. You could do that over and still attack them and probably Isn't drain them five that life? much. Yeah. It'd be a 7-7. Seven, seven. So, oh, he starts out at 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. yeah. Bam. Um, oh, and then I see one that I like that you have in this pack. Colrath Knight creature or creatures your opponents control with counters on them can't attack or block, so you're putting a one-one counter. I like that. Putting idea. a one-one counter mm-hmm. on their creatures to make them not be able to attack or block. Um, and that and that's where I was like, those were a couple of the first ones that popped into my head. There really aren't many more hate cards, <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> um, so I, but I like the idea of hate cards. Mm-hmm. And so most of this deck goes off of whenever an opponent does X. Um, and so some of the big ones, because you, you're five color and you kind of want to ramp because you can be heavy, is whenever you want to be able to play lands, but if they're doing lands as well. Yeah, so you have Sire of Stagnation, which is a card we keep talking about bringing up. Uh, that's whenever a land enters the battlefield under opponent's control, that player exiles the top two cards of their library, and you draw two cards. Yep, Zozu the Punisher deals two damage to anybody that has a land come into play. And then... Uh, then you have Polluted Bonds, which is an enchantment whenever a land comes into play under an opponent's control. That player loses two life, and you gain two life. And so it's kind of land hate for mm-hmm. when they're doing, and that's just mm-hmm. going to happen. They're going to play lands. So, um, uh, quick question on this how many creatures are you running with it i didn't count it's it's a a decent split between enchantments and creatures okay because i was curious because the the last you know bringing back the creatures it's good for that deck then you know what i'm saying like if anybody kills these guys yeah you can just bring them back if need be because you also have i mean those are some big fatties think of think of sire stagnation coming out as a hasty bitch with trample yeah give it the the red yeah and just just one more and it comes out that's a five seven trample coming out so that 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 isn't even a part of your deck necessarily but having that ability is kind of nice just as a it it has so a ton of utility in there and a big thing reason why the the land hate is important are these two cards here new frontiers and collective voyage which is basically having everybody put x amount of lands into play tapped they are may abilities so if somebody doesn't want to take that damage they don't have to Mm -hmm. but you get a ton more land that way and also it's fixing you because you're five color you're pretty color like land intensive with your 
commander there. Yeah. So it's it kind of does a lot, and so throwing some hate in there helps out. Uh, and then some basic. Um, this one's kind of a pretty cool card. Uh, protective sphere. Oh, this is you get to pay. It's one white and two colors to come out. It's an enchantment. You tap one, pay one life, prevent all damage that would be dealt to you this turn by a source of your choice that shares a color mana spent on this activation cost. Since you're playing all five colors, you can kind of control. If somebody has a big hasty or big big creature you can't really deal with, you can prevent it for whatever color they are. Mm, that's so, pretty sweet. And since you're five color, it allows you to. Uh, I said there's a lot of enchantments in here, so Zer the Enchanter is a really nice like tutor that's pretty fair, um, in my pretty opinion. Pretty fair pretty fair <laughs> uh defense of the heart is kind of a cool card because it's one of my favorites didn't my, make my list yeah that's a good card that's but one we've been playing forever if your opponents have three or more creatures you get to go search for two creatures and put them directly there isn't the anything super insane in here so uh, i don't know you have some pretty big creatures <clears throat> that we already talked about so but the fun one that i think is going to be really cool is dance of the manse so it's off the new set of trying uh, to keep myself together manse in the pants <laughs> you're not gonna I'm, is that when you right, cried when you were I'm laughing good. i'm good yeah, yeah. <laughs> dance of the manse uh white blue and x return up to x target artifact and or non aura enchantment cards with uh converted mana cost x or less from your graveyard to the battlefield, if six or more is spent, those permanents are four or four creatures in addition to their other types. And so you already have like that creature re like re uh, coming back with Kenrith. So this should help out on the other half of your deck, which are enchantments. <clears throat> um, and just like a really quick package, there's uh, Sunscorch Regent and Foil. Man, you got that one in Foil. That's yeah, uh, the dragon. Two white, three colorless, flying four three. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, put a one one counter on him and gain a life. And so that's the you know your opponents are playing spells. Same thing with Mana Gorge, Hydra, uh, Ishai, Ojutai, Dragon Speaker, uh, Fultra Zombie can get pretty big. Whenever a card goes into a graveyard, you get to put a counter on it. And then Ravenous Slime. Whenever a creature goes into the graveyard from of an opponent put counters to the power Did you put on the it. uh shapeshifter red dude in there the one that whenever sure an opponent casts a spell he's uh one red two colorless and whenever he's a changeling not shapeshifter oh changeling. towering mauler yeah no that didn't make it it just didn't do enough yeah because he doesn't have trample does he no just a straight just red counters. colorless like the mana gorgia hydra has trample the slime like exiles creatures mm -hmm. like a lot of them are doing a lot of other things. So, and so this this package I think kind of should go in with most Kenrith decks. It doesn't have to be specifically in this one. And we can read through the ones that are very so know, training grounds. Of course, it makes everything cost two less. So everything all all activated abilities. Pyromancer's familiar doing the same, same thing. thing. Uh, Illusionist br brazers. Oh, bracers. <laughs> bracers. Sorry. <laughs> There's no Z's. <laughs> <clears throat> but that one doubles all activated abilities for whatever it's equipped Lantern, to. Land Tax, Fires of Invention on another new card. Actually, this is a pretty cool one because um, what that allows you to do is play spells for free from your hand, two of them mm -hmm. equal to the amount of lands that you have. 
but it also the key thing is is leaving mana open for your activated abilities on uh, Kenrith. So you can do that. That's a perfect you can do deck to both. Have it in. Yeah, yeah, you can do that on other people's turns because you can't cast spells on other people's turns. But you're not playing instants and sorceries in this deck. I'm getting. Or yeah, not a ton. Sorceries wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna play sorceries on your turn. But yeah, so that's I like that in there. Uh, and then you have mono reflection doubles all mana. It's crazy. Wilderness reclamation allows you to untap your land. And Same then thing as Seaborn Muse. That it's just a mana huge mana sink for being able to uh, do. And then uh, the last package is just like a bunch of hate cards. Whenever an opponent does something, so you have painful quandary. It's whenever an opponent casts a spell, they lose five life unless they discard a card. Yep, there's going to be a lot of hate. So you can. Cindervines. Um, oh, I like this guy. I don't even know how to say his name. Karavek, the Merciless. Oh, yeah. Is that how you say That's his about name? right. How would you say it? I'd have to read it. <laughs> uh, We're not like buddies or anything. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, Karavek deals damage to target creature or player equal to that spell's converted monocost. That's yeah. pretty sweet. I like this card That card's a lot. killed me before. Yeah. Nixilis has also killed you by you doing it to also, yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh avon mind sensor stops your opponents from looking through their grave or their library michiko conda conda yeah so whenever uh a permanent or something deals damage to you that player sacrifices a permanent they control Mm, that's pretty brutal yeah uh dragon layer spider uh whenever an opponent plays a spell you get to one one insect uh kalidas traitor of Get whenever you have a an opponent's creature goes in the graveyard, you get a two two zombie. Sangromancer, I like this guy. Whenever a creature dies of an opponent's, you get to gain three life. And whenever an opponent discards a card, you get to gain three life. Cabal console of allocation. Whenever they whenever an opponent uh, plays a non creature spell, they lose two life. You gain two life. Sig River Cutthroat. <clears throat> whenever an opponent loses three or more life in a turn, you get to draw a card. Yeah, at the end of each turn. At the end of each turn. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you got this one in there. Ruik, Ruinic Amasar. Amasar. Yeah, whenever an opponent uh, does an activated ability of a creature, artifact, or land that's not mana. No, it's just creature or land. Creature or land. If it's not for mana, uh, you get you to draw, draw a card. card. You may. And then Immolation Shaman. I'm not as good at that one. Is that whenever uh, an opponent activates an ability? Of an artifact, they, creature, or land that isn't a mono ability, same thing as... They take a damage. They take a damage. And then you can pump it. Three to, plus three and uh, menace. Yeah, so the nice thing is, is like, if you do have like a training grounds out, like reduce that cost, mm. you could like pump it, pump it, pump it if you could, if you wanted to. So, I mean, that's, it's it's more of like just going after your opponents. So if you hate Rhystic Study, um, this is not the deck for you. Because this is you're always checking on everything that everybody's ever doing. So this this needs. Did you most... play a spell? You need to be able to discard a card or take five life. You're also taking the damage for this. What you're and saying I'm drawing is a card. I should make a, a list of this of digi tokens. <laughs> this that I this need is to your make. yeah, <laughs> Kenrith digi token king, king of digi tokens. You're gonna have more digi tokens than there are uh, cards <laughs> actual <in the> tokens. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is something that really you have to pay attention to everything that everybody's doing. Oh, that seems exhausting. Oh, it might be. <laughs> that's that's the only reason why. Like, so I put all the cards together i just it's really hard for me to want to build a five color deck that needs a really good mana base mm -hmm. so like golos i did five color but that's because of gates i'm not using gates anywhere else mm -hmm. i'm not pulling resources from other decks it's not like 
I want to hold on to this gate card so that I can use it in my next deck. Here, fetches, shocks, duels are really important, oh, yeah, along sure. with basic lands, being able to search them up. Like, the basic lands isn't a big deal, but How having How many a, basics do you think you'll throw in there? I, I am not sure. Probably 15. So... Like a third? A little bit more. Three of each? Yeah, probably three of each. Um, but then I got to figure out, like, green's probably more important than red, probably. So, like, I, I don't know how I'm going to skew it at all, but... Because are you going to do, like your command towers and all that stuff you're gonna have yeah. your five color mono but, uh is a mono like reflection city of brass and oh not mono reflection confluence oh, yeah, mono confluence. confluence yeah yeah so i th- i think again i i haven't gone through it because i don't know if i want to be i'm like okay so i went from 16 decks up to 20 decks and now i'm super thin on all my fetches and shocks that's why so I don't, you use proxies. That's what I'm saying, on my proxies. Mm. So I just haven't adjusted my proxy level for the core, like gotcha. the amount of decks that I have. So that's that's a little bit of a training process. So out of the five different color usages in this, really red is the one that you don't have like a thing for, but it just sure. flows into it. it it'll, it'll work just about anywhere. But everything else, maybe 1-1 one, one counters <laughs> you don't use as much? That, that goes card. well because one little theme in there was like the Sunscorch Regent that puts natural mm-hmm. one one counters on it, so it kind of like still works in there a little bit because I have creatures that naturally put one one counters on them. But you know what I'm saying? Like the one one counter part is more of just another bonus because you're not like, yeah. necessarily having cards. Like because I guess with the Rise deck, a lot of the one one counter stuff isn't just that my creatures will get the counters. It's like uh using pure imaginative whatever you know whatever uh, yeah you rascal yeah whatever but like they have an ability when they have counters on them yours mm-hmm. aren't necessarily doing that you just have some that have the counters so your mo- yeah. main focus seems like to me is the white blue and black part kind of but not even that necessarily i'd say white and blue yeah white mainly. and blue is your main focus and and green's more important with the land ramp mm-hmm. and just like Having those two that has everybody put lands into play, and then if you have like Zozu or yeah, one of that, the other ones with the hate. That's what's kind of cool is like there's you have your main focus, but you're able to use all five colors. So you're able to be like, all right, well, I'm using green and whatever. It's still using the main idea of the deck. Yeah. And then you have the bonuses of tapping one red and they all gain hate. And it just works. And the nice thing is too is like all of these abilities for Kenrith, you can give to other players. So if you are wanting to give mm. somebody all of their tra- like all their creatures trample in haste, you allow that. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hey, don't send them my we way. Need to kill this guy yeah. now. Yeah. Clearly, this is the threat, and then what give if, them all. If trample I bring in back haste. your creature from your graveyard. Yeah. So that that's where you could do the politics. I think the thing against it, though, like that idea of being able to help people when there's another a different king, is that this deck's going to be so freaking annoying that everybody's just going to want to kill me anyway <laughs> because I'm going, oh, you're doing this? Uh, this triggers, this triggers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to do that now? Okay, that triggers and this that triggers. This seems like a Lowry deck. I can, I can see this being like... super annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like, oh, did you do something? <laughs> All uh, right, something's uh, going to trigger. Yeah. Ah, you're going to... Yeah, so I... Oh, I need to get... I have a I'm feeling... I have to do digi tokens for you because... <laughs> You're going to have a lot going on there. We seriously do need to make a list for the, what you have there. I think it's pointless at this point. I think I just need to pay attention. You do that anyways. Yeah. Which uh, is also annoying. What so, this also brought up is uh, what I was thinking is the decks 
the the ideas that we came up with are completely different and yeah. not it doesn't very often you come across a commander that you typically have a commander and you're like all right this is the build you have to do i think the last time that that there were different builds is with the partner stuff the partners mm-hmm. you can mix and match and make different decks with it but this is like the first commander that i can think of uh recently that you can actually there's different builds that you can do with this it's like you're you're just saying you're thinking that it's really wide open and yeah. has a lot of different abilities and you can just like concentrate on one or two or three of them i still think the black ability should have been going with the adventure stuff but that's just one thing about this card but i w- yeah i would have liked if like instead of putting a 1/1 counter on having green create like a food token oh god (laughs) (laughs) but also like having the black instead of uh going into play having it go to their hand yeah and then you can recast the adventure yeah it'd have to be costed differently both of them uh so i i feel like these abilities are super generic Mm -hmm. and that probably is what allows you to play with a bunch of different things like if it was food and adventure based you're basically only playing with food and adventure based yeah. cards so that might narrow you down a little bit more yeah i guess this more fits for commander in general it just seems like for the set that would have been better to have what you were just saying there sure. but i think in general they need to make more it made me think we need more commanders like this where there's a, a variety of ways that you could build this you know and, and i you brought this up earlier this week when we were talking about it and i was I think one of the downfalls is with a card like this is that a lot of people just put good stuff. What what stops everybody from putting every good card that's possibly in there? Mm-hmm. Um, it this it, it can go anyway. They can just go uh, like combo because it is every color. It doesn't even have to be Kenrith. You know what I mean? But any five color can be like that. Yeah. Or you can just go, I'm going to put every good card that I'm not using in other decks and slap that together as well and not have that i think that's one way that a lot of decks go is they become good stuff decks mm-hmm. which isn't really how we play no either. we try to do themes everything yeah. has to fit in a theme like i could see this being you could build it as more focused on the red seems the easiest and the most brutal for being able to get him out and then you're casting maybe being more it could be a five color, but you don't have to go all five color. Because when I, if I was to build this, mine was basically going to be the three, mm-hmm. and I'll have the land to be able to do the other parts of it. But I think the three colors are where I was just going to stick with it. Um, yeah, I can, I can see that too. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with focusing on a couple of. Uh, but I see what you're saying the with abilities. the abilities. With the five, people might just go. All good right. stuff yeah but i did like i said on edh rec i noticed more people being like group hug and giving stuff and for me that's just not my style at all and i don't i didn't like even with like marissi mm-hmm. the naya one from the commander set where it's goading creatures there was a lot of people um there was somebody that commented on our tapped out and they're like you should do this card this card this card this card and i'll and all of them just gave opponents the advantage mm-hmm Every card that I chose, and actually I cut some that gave the uh, like my opponents too much of an advantage. I cut those and made sure that it was only beneficial for me or somewhere that I can control or they can't backstab me and stuff like that because I think that's more likely to happen. So for me, that sucks when like I want my deck to work. I want people to attack other people. Mm-hmm. But if people are hitting my... Uh, 
uh, Marissi and I can't goad, then my deck just sucks. Yeah. And you can't go that route either, in my opinion. Like, I think you need to be able to balance it pretty mm-hmm. nice. For sure. So when when it can get backstabbed on you, it's trouble. You know what I'm thinking? Hmm. I think I'm going to build my first sliver deck with Kenrith. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could. Yeah, you totally you could. could. They do have like five other legends that are five color and in tribe. Yeah, but it'd be awesome if you play this. No one would see it coming. You're like, no I, I'm playing my Kenrith deck. Oh, okay, Shit, cool. This might be the best werewolf commander out there too. Yeah, that's good. Point. If we're doing this, yeah. but seriously, you know how much people hate slivers right yeah you see a sliver deck and you kill it immediately like it doesn't even get time to breathe you come out with this no one's coming at you nobody sees it and they're like oh oh that's weird gem hide sliver sliver? (laughs) i mean yeah i guess it gives you all five colors that makes sense to me why is every card you're playing a sliver (laughs) why do they have ace and why am i now dead (laughs) 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 fucker gotcha I, i seriously want to build it now Oh, I might build that. But now everybody everybody we play everybody with literally knows podcast. So yep. I'm not building it, guys. Don't worry if I have Kenrith. It's my uh what yeah. is it again? Thrasios and Rayhan deck. <clears throat> I wanna build it. <laughs> I'm not stopping you. But yeah, I I guess my point was kind of last minute discussing with you is more of like they just need to build more make more commanders. Like I like the five colors. And just having a bunch of different options with it. And that I kind of want more like that where it isn't like focused that this is the deck you have to build. Well, let's let's go like a little bit of a different angle. Um, like go spell slinger decks. Like I can see what you're saying. So there's like Kaikar from M20 that whenever you play yeah. a non-creature spell, you get to create a spirit. Your guy. Or like Niv-Mizzet Perun. Which is whenever anybody plays a instant of sorcery, you get to draw a card and he gets a ping. Or and mm-hmm. so like those are both really going to be like spell based decks. But Niv Mizzet basically has to be spell based deck, yeah. like instant and sorcery spell. Bill, if you go on like EDH Rec, it's just spell based. It's instant sorcery based. Um, the one that I built uh, is enchantment artifact based. Mm-hmm. And I'm still able to get. And so, like, you do have more flexibility there. And I think you need to be able to be allowed to have that little bit of flexibility. So when you sit down, not every deck is, oh, Kaikar, okay, you're going to be playing a bunch of instants and sorceries. Whereas Niv-Mizzet, you're pretty pigeonholed in uh, to, like, I'm instants and sorceries. You can play it different ways. But you're going to be playing you're, the yeah, way you it's take instant, advantage You're, you're of it. going heavy with that. Um, and so if we're, if we're going to less of a degree, this is like, um, this is like fable, the game fable, you just go anywhere, everywhere. And you got a couple of things that you can do and that's fun. But, uh, I think I'm more in the, aware like Kaikar is like having flexibility in where I want to be going with it. But you want a little bit of direction. I, I, cause it allows you to focus your deck a bit more Mm -hmm. and get, gain those advantages. Like, uh, if you're going with like Kahiji, the honored one or Edric, like you, you kind of, you can, f- uh, flex around with Edric. You can have a bunch of little like one, one creatures that have evasion, draw a ton of cards, or you can like, uh, have it where you have bigger creatures, but they have evasion you're able to get through. So like, there's just that little bit of flexibility. Kahiji can be group hug and just force everybody to attack everybody. Um, or you can just, 
go tokens, go wide, and just take the advantage yourself. Though those I like a little bit more than so specific of Niv Mizzet Perun specifically. Yeah. So. Or or like Tesa when you were using it, it was like death triggers. You only get death triggers. This is the only creature well, that deals I'm with death triggers. I'm trying to think of a lot of commanders. That's the thing. I guess that's why I was it got me thinking about Kenrith a little bit more. Is most commanders you have like you're saying there a, a direction to go? Like even yeah, taking uh, the ninja deck. I mean, mm-hmm. how are you gonna build? What how are you gonna make that deck? Pretty much you're making evasive creatures, and then you have spells. That you're killing everybody at one time, mm-hmm. you know there isn't going to be a big variation of that for sure. Yeah, um, but that's, that's how a lot really of focused. Generals do that, though. That's kind of the point of it. That's why it triggers certain cards to go crazy because this is the deck that's going to be built yeah. and that hasn't been built before or whatever. I just I liked seeing Kenrith being able to, like, was just saying with you is. You don't even take in red as a factor in this deck, but no. red is going to factor in this deck. In in games, you're going to be like, ah, I'm going to use this uh, haste ability, and I'm going to hit you, you, and you, and be able to trample over. Yeah, it's, yeah and the trample is going to be really nice with the creatures that gain the one one mm-hmm. counters because they get big. So I think it, it, it's just an interesting commander. It's I I want to see more of these, I guess, but I do I I agree with you with other colors. I don't Given want it so specific, yeah. but I don't. I, I like a little bit of a focus, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like uh, Cumena, the Merfolk one. So it, it kind of focuses or forces you to be like Merfolk tribal, but you could be like drawing cards specific or plus one plus one counter specific yeah, it has or a couple abilities or yeah. or uh, Voltron in it and getting through with exactly yours. so you have that little bit of a flexibility where mm-hmm. you could be going so i think i think that's nice when you have a couple of different avenues that you can go mm-hmm. this one is just really wide and that's why i think people are like we're gonna give stuff because that's what kenrith does and I would be a bad king, I guess. <laughs> Larry wants to take it punish, all. Punish my subjects. <laughs> yeah. Would you like some bread? It's going to kill you. <laughs> uh, some other ideas. If you guys have some other ideas for Kenrith, shoot us a tweet. Or Yeah, what angle would you like to go? On YouTube, shoot a comment on there. Um, besides what we talked about. Because I guarantee you there's some other angles that people want to use here. Mm-hmm. All right, so should we move into our fave fives? enchantments enchantments i get to go first this time because you like to ruin shit uh and we also did not uh talk about our list beforehand so i don't actually know what adam has yeah so you can't ruin it this time. i can't ruin it <laughs> so also I, bill from woodbury made up a planeswalker for me and yeah, i love it it was pretty awesome yeah, you guys can funny. check that out on twitter it's pretty to a t of what uh, larry is <laughs> all right so i am gonna start off with a card we've talked about a lot lately uh i believe we talked about it a couple weeks ago but uh it's growing rights of itlamog that's my number five yeah so it's a you wouldn't think of it as a enchantment but it is a legendary enchantment starts as an enchantment then it flips over to a land uh you guys all know how much i like gaius cradle this is your it's probably why i didn't put it on my list because i hate (laughs) gaius cradle but the thing is is even when you play it, you get the ability of looking at the top cards of your library and getting a creature. You know, it replaces itself in a way, and then it flips over to a Gaia's Cradle uh, once you've 
Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I didn't even think about that. I don't even know if I have it in any of my decks right now. Yeah, I try to put it but in it, yeah. a lot of... Of course, green decks, you're playing a lot of creatures, so that it goes in pretty much every mm-hmm. green deck that I have. So, And I don't know why it doesn't make it, So, but it's probably because I hate the card. <laughs> no, that's good. No, one. it's because you, you need a proxy for it, and it's a double-sided <laughs> proxy, so that's a little bit more work, work. that I have to do. <laughs> that's work. So yeah, that's my number five. What is your number five? Uh, my number five is going to be Phyrexian Reclamation, which mm. is one black enchantment. Uh, you can pay a black colorless pay two life and bring a creature from your graveyard into your hand. You do like that one. It's super cheap and it's just, just really good. I should have been in this list. What's that? Just made me think of another one that it should be on my <laughs> list. You use a lot and I bet you it's on your five. It might be. But it uh like it just gives you a ton of value late mm. game or early game if like people are picking off like your wood elves you're like yeah I'll, I'll take my wood elves back yeah play it and just get some a lot of value yeah and and Adam always complains about me liking the graveyard and there's just one of those really cheap consistent cards yeah I mean I tend to play with that one that's one that you'll even make I think you started making suggestions why don't you have that I'm like oh yeah I should be late playing that one that one typically jumps in late when I'm making my decks you know mm-hmm. I have my theme that's going on and if it has black in it that's normally a late add and I'm like oh yeah this is the way to get all my stuff back it's mm-hmm. that's an awesome card uh my number four is land tax mm, yeah I love land tax one drop white beginning of your turn somebody's probably gonna have more land than you and you get to go search for three land and put it into your hand. I think if this triggers even once, once it's good. really good. Yeah. So uh, twice. It's three planes, right? No, any, it's just three any land. land. Yeah, that's right. Basic land. I was thinking of whether no weather wayfair is the same thing. Any land, but yeah, it's basic. No, yeah, land. this yeah land tax is uh, any basic land. Whether it is any land, any land. Yeah. So but you only get one. So you guys can see weather wayfair is my. Uh, <laughs> one of my creatures and then this is my enchantment but i've been playing with every white deck i pretty much have this in that deck and been doing that and this is one i don't like as much because i would prefer to be ramping Mm -hmm. um this gives you like consistency yeah and it filters out your deck a little bit is why i like it too uh it's just a card that a one drop it's an easy add to get in my deck yeah, i think that's another big thing just being a one drop is ridiculous yeah pretty much all my cards in here don't cost more than four mana so uh what's your number four uh my number four is sylvan library what <laughs> yeah i've been playing this for a while yeah uh look at the top like basically you draw the top three cards and then you can put them back in any order, and then you pay for life if you want to draw more than or draw more than one regular card. So um, this would have been on my list. It wasn't my top ten, but I knew you were going to have had the, it. I've had the card longer. Yeah, so I it's didn't more get it me. until Eternal Masters, right? Yeah, and I traded for mine a long time ago. Yeah, and so I didn't just make the proxy until recently because I didn't own it yet, and then it's now yeah. sneaking into decks. Uh, yeah, more and more often. It's super good. It is a super good good card. Uh, my number three, I kind of two of them here because they're the same thing, but it's Propaganda and Ghostly Prison. Sure, because it's they're the same card, just different colors. So it's a card that I tell people whenever I'm trying to help them tweak decks if they have an aggressive deck or they're a target a lot. Uh, I've I think Tyson, I've suggested this a lot, or I've uh, looked at his deck and I'm like, hey, you, you don't want people to attack you. And I think he's playing his um, Boros chick that doubles damage or whatever. No, it, it's just, it's a good way to make it 
people don't go for you because they don't want to spend two mana to attack you. It, they want to develop their board state, still yeah. be able to get some damage in. And it, like this, this kind of forces you to choose if you want to attack that opponent. Yeah. So pretty much every white or blue deck, this is in there. If I have a white and blue deck, they're, they're both, both in going there. in there. Yeah. Because yeah. then you just have more consistent that you're getting it. And if you get both of them out, hey, four mana to attack me, it's pretty yeah, ridiculous. One, one thing that I generally do, like, and this is one of those things where I, I consciously decide, like, I think this, these are really, really good cards as well. Um, and where I where I put them is, like, if I'm a, a smaller, quicker deck mm-hmm. or, like, I can't think of an example right now, but I try not to put them in there. You're, and, but if I'm a slower, late that's, roller, that's when I put them in. And I in. was going to say is your decks, how you build, are pretty much how you are on the bed, like, in bed you're just really quick and you get it done and you, like the game's over and everybody's just like what just happened he didn't even kiss me good night <laughs> but i'm still impressed <laughs> mine is more of a slow build and it, typically it takes me a while to get it going and then boom all over the place and then everybody just you know so like i need these movie. cards to hinder people while yeah. i'm doing that to not actually come at me and they're come at me bro and one thing that i've Again, I've tried to take them out because they would be really good for me because, again, I do get more hate at the beginning of mm. games or even throughout well, the game. Well, because you normally go, like I said, and yeah, it was I a come joke out aside. Quick. <laughs> you do. I come out quick. <laughs> joke aside, um, you are out. really, you're probably, you are the most consistent with ramping and getting your stuff out and getting going you become a yeah. threat immediately because normally by turn two you have 17 land for some reason and we don't get turn it three. we're like all right i guess Larry gets turn to three. drop like seven land a turn but but you you're very good at doing that you're very consistent with that and so you become a target right away yeah and that that's the part of not having threats or being a threat early game because hmm. that that's probably my biggest fault but it's like as a, a deck builder slash player as i am I come out normally really quick, and people go, "Oh shit, we got to mm. deal with this." And it's four people; it's three other people. Coming yeah, and it's, that's hard to fend off unless you just so have. You just got to build huge... shittier decks. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you got to build your decks like me. Or, or I got to like putting cards like this in there slows that mm. kind of like that early damage where really I start at like thirty life and everybody else is at like forty, mm-hmm. and that that slows it down and makes people question if they actually want to attack me or not because people don't want to spend their like they want to cast their spells and that's the biggest thing with these cards is they are the best way for people to not attack you is to have certain cards like this in there because they will or just put in an ensnaring bridge and don't have a hand that also works my number three (laughs) yeah go ahead yeah i stopped paying attention (laughs) i was like we talked about this one really long I, I am. I'm <laughs> testing out next week's beer in front of Adam. I'm jealous. He's not, not sharing currently with Adam. Sh- sharing with Adam, but will share with Adam. That's a really long hashtag. <laughs> um, but my number three is Goblin Bombardment. Oh, I was not expecting. I uh, yeah, you do play this red one. Red colorless enchantment. You can sacrifice uh, creature you control for free to deal one damage to any target. Um, you it's, love your sacks. I, I love my one sack, and then I like all the others. <laughs> uh, but just free sack outlet, able yeah. to kind of like control how you're pinging. It it gives you a little bit of bonus. If there's a wrath, then you can just get that extra value out of it. Sometimes you can work that in there. Like 
if you're if you're like a, a quick goblin deck you just like get a bunch of people down and then they're kind of attacking you you can block sacrifice stop their attack still deal damage because you know it's going to die like it has a lot of versatility wrath comes in you just sack your sack yeah. your stuff do it to their face um and so like I, I just really and it's again it's cheap it's not taking the place of any creature where i want to be playing it um these are all things like I just it's a good setup card early game. Nobody's going to be like, oh, I got to kill that, mm-hmm. uh, even though they probably should. Yeah, um, it, 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 it's it, funny it, because I, I like that we're doing this list and not knowing ahead of time, mm-hmm. because as you say it, I'm like, oh, yeah, Lowry does play that card a lot. Like, I didn't think of it until mm-hmm. you said it. I'm like, yeah, that is a card that you typically play a lot. And it is so very it, beneficial. It's, yeah, it's, it's generally a really solid. Again, it's not like overpoweringly amazing but it can also target it's not going to get killed because people don't think it's that and it can just like knock off the last couple damage or even if you want to like all out attack somebody to a planeswalker because this is before planeswalker Um, stuff i believe i believe it's any target yeah we'd have to check that up but But, uh if it isn't it's still a player or a creature is still pretty damn good if you're looking to be really aggressive you can just attack into a a full board knowing that some of your creatures are going to die and not trade, mm-hmm. and then you can just sacrifice those to deal damage to other creatures and like get favorable combat damage. Um, it just has a lot of flexibility in how you're rolling with that. Don't read it because I'm guessing what your number one is. <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> my number two. Oh no! You didn't put it on there, did you? Did no. you read what I wrote? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! It should okay. be. Okay, so I I'm going to say it now because you. The reason why I thought of it just now is I saw it on mine and I was like, I haven't even. I just bought yeah. the card, but it's reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. How do you say reconnaissance? Re- reconnaissance. Which that should be in there because that is. It's right there, circled, starred. Oh, <laughs> you <laughs> just <laughs> had five others and I missed it. <laughs> oh, no, that is one of your cards that you like to use, For and sure. it made me think of what you just said with uh, Goblin Bombardment. Is you'll attack all out attack the ones that get blocked you remove them from combat blah blah blah, blah it messes blah. with combat like stuff it's that i would have thought was your number one almost. oh yeah yeah not mad i feel bad now yeah that's <laughs> my number my number three is, what i was writing down you're like my number three is reconnaissance yeah. <laughs> 3.5 3.5 2.5 all right yeah. so my number two is a rather new card and it might be on your list smothering tithe nope Oh, no, because I know what is on your list. You're you looking said. at my list. No, because I literally, said one of them. I'm not looking at your list. And it's no, remember sp- I said I know one of them that was on your list, and you haven't said it yet. So uh, did you pay two? Did you pay two? Uh, so Smothering Tithe is the new one. Well, not new within the last year, but it's mm-hmm. the uh, anytime a player draws a card, or they can pay two mana, or you get a treasure token. Yeah. It's just awesome for white it's really really good white ramp we've had some brutal games ever when you get that out it's yeah stupid like if you're able to get that like that game that i got turn two with okatra and nobody even had a second land out Mm. at that point because i started first and then i went land soul ring next turn land smothering tithe nobody even had another land out. i was like okay treasure token treasure token treasure token it's just a silly card um and then yeah. I was able to go like Oketra creature, another creature token. Like it was stupid. The, I'm gonna have one argument with I think the card that you you're gonna either be at your number two or number one, but like with this compared to your number two or number one, 
Uh, you don't have to My like or piss. people don't think that it's that threatening to give you a token, a uh, treasure token, you know, whereas another card that won't be named. It is. Yeah, I think more. that's what we need to do is call it the card that will not be named. <laughs> no, I think one thing, though, the downfall was smothering. Is that tide. your number two, by the way? None of your business <laughs> until a couple minutes from now. But smothering tithe. Uh, one thing where I have had a ton, I uh, remember when we were playing at Mark's that first time I, I played mm. Oketra and I got Smothering Tide down and nobody had it. I didn't, I had like 20 treasure and tokens, but I, I, I couldn't anything. use yeah. it. That's the downfall with it is when you don't have the cards in your hand mm. or like a, a mana sink or something. I was just like, there's no point I, in having I, these. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like, but people for the looked most at, part, we've they looked seen... at my hand and they, they're like, I don't care if you have the yeah, exactly. land. You don't have anything in your hand. Well, that's the thing is late game, it doesn't help you. Whereas your number two or number one, the card that must not be named, <laughs> uh, that is good beginning game, late middle game, late game. This mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. be not so helpful when you're 10 turns in because at that point you're like Unless pretty... you have the draw. Like if you have enough cards in your hand, then it becomes good because then you're it's like an engine that just allows yeah. you to keep going. So um, what's your number two? Rhystic Study. <laughs> uh, I I have loved this card from yeah, the start. You have. I I've been playing it since it was a two dollar and fifty cent card, and I went, "This card's fucking ridiculous." And that was on my list that I added while we were talking, and yeah. that's when I was like, uh, "I like Rhystic Study, <laughs> but I guarantee you it's on your list." So, but whenever it, whenever an opponent plays a spell, they pay one or you draw a card. Um, this card wins you games. Yeah, it just. That, that's wins your games early late game mid or middle game late game it's a good card like i just said it's you, you're drawing and, cards. It, and it's the torture of did you pay one did you pay one, did you pay one? Did you pay one? uh and this is understandably token for it guys yeah you want it so you don't <laughs> you can get it anytime it's uh this this card just draws your cards fills your hand this yeah. with smothering tithe is super good yeah I, yeah, there's not much more to say. If you got it, play it. Smoke it. Smoke it if you got it. <laughs> All right. My number one is a card that I've been playing for a long time, and it goes hand-in-hand hand with one you talked about earlier, but it's Miri's Guile. I, yeah. I've always liked playing this card. Um, before we actually were making good decks, <laughs> this was in my... like. It was just a good way to... So it's a one-drop green enchantment. Begin your upkeep. You may look at the top three cards of your library and then order them in any way you want. Yeah. So it's a free top at the beginning of like Sensei's top yeah. at the beginning of your upkeep. And you don't have to pay any mana for it. Yeah. And it just does it. The the one downfall it has is if you have three land and you're not looking for a land, there's nothing you know, you can't filter out Yeah, you need those you shuffle, need shuffle effects. But the nice thing is if you are screwed with that, the, you know, you're able to bring a card up to the top. Mm-hmm. yeah that is true and that's where i like sylvan, sylvan library, library better is yeah. because you're just able to draw through it and go fuck it taking yeah. four or eight just to get to different cards what was the game it was oh you you're a tolsmere adam number two it was a number two yeah 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 because i killed myself basically because i didn't draw my third land i drew 12 cards by taking four life and i didn't draw yeah. my third land until i think the 13th card so you were you were pretty dead, but Sylvan Library is better in that situation. I was still dead, but you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been you, able you to just do trying, that like, with uh, you, yeah. Style. You would have just sat there and done literally nothing. nothing this way thing. gave you a little least, bit more hope. Yeah. But I can understand like Miri's Guile is 
at the very least a nostalgia pick mm. for you. Yeah, but you're it, you're still using it all the time too. Yeah, it goes hand in hand. Uh, if I have one or the other, sometimes I've been picking Sylvan Library, but I, they've I don't think I've ever had to make that decision. Actually, they're always Ooh, it's both in both of them in there at the same time. So uh, let me see if I can guess your number one. Um, <clears throat> you didn't do Aura Shards, right? I did not. You're just gonna name cards like this is one point five. No. Uh, what is um, Miri's? The other Miri's? Nope. You didn't do that one. Mirari's Wake. Mirari's Wake. Nope. Shoot, I'm just going off. This, my this list. card has given me the most joy playing hmm. out of any card. Oh, attrition. Nope. Dang it! I thought for sure you'd have that. That's one. not a bad one either. All right, I, I give up. Aura of Silence. Oh yes. So opponents can't cast that artifacts or enchantments. Recent, though that you've been doing. No, that. I've been doing that a long time. I guess it's I just, only been done to me once yeah, recently. So opponents have to pay two more for artifacts or enchantments, and you can sacrifice it at any time to destroy target artifact or enchantment. But man, does it give me joy when somebody goes Soul Ring, and I go, ah, two more. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, damn it, three for a Soul Ring. <laughs> like it just makes people go like. I don't want to play these cards and it just switches their whole whole mm. focus. And then when it's targeted, you get to just sacrifice it and destroy something. Again, like we have a digi token for this. Yeah, we do. I so much. absolutely adore this card. Like it is just so much fun for me. <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, are you? The, well, the, just some of the ones. What are there cards that you think that I missed that would have thought been on my Off list? Your list? Um, was I thought something? aura shards would have been in there for you. You know, I don't have. I only have one proxy, so like, I don't really use it because I think it is really, really good. This is more of like our favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it like that card when it comes down, it almost like just controls the table yeah. and like drags it down. Attrition, I thought was another one you used. Attrition, I did use that a lot, but I've really slowed down mm. on that one. What order? I kind of told you the ones that I. I don't know. Oh, should we do our honor? Like, what are other ones that were on there? Yeah, we, we can talk about Aura shards, yeah. doubling season. I had Sylvan Library, Zendikar Resurgent, Soothe Sane. I've always liked that card. As you a, have really liked that card. It yeah. just I, I, the reason I didn't put it in here is because it it I, I it doesn't benefit. I haven't had a game where I'm like, oh, this saved me. Whereas I can I picture it's Mirrors. in your ninja deck though, yeah, right? Definitely because yeah. it can reorganize the top. Uh, and that's it. Those are the ones that I had on here. Uh, the ones that I didn't put in exploration. Brave the Sands, Curse of Opulation, which I was huge on mm -hmm. for like probably the last like eight months. I was putting that on everything. It was like yeah. pepper. <laughs> uh, I or like up. Uh, Parmesan cheese on your pizza. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I Parmesan put Parmesan than, on more than pizza. I was say, but there's no par there's more Parmesan than pizza. <laughs> Don't be jealous. <laughs> I fucked up and didn't have reconnaissance on this list. That was my own yeah, fault. Yeah, that might have been. Do you think that would take your number one spot? Maybe maybe yeah i think that might push off everything actually i think i'd take out goblin bombardment because i really like phyrexian reclamation yeah and sylvan library um opposition that's a card that i love yeah you do like that card. um for some reason it just never works so i'm not suggesting that one uh phyrexian arena i love defense of the heart asceticism and then I put Monastery Siege for some reason. I don't even remember why. You have used that lately, but yeah, I don't know if I'd put that as your... Yeah, you just write down the that list was, of things yeah. you liked. Yeah. So, but for sure, 
reconnaissance was a mess up eh. not having on there it, it's a card that i'm glad you turned me to recently because that is a very good card and yeah. so i'm going to try to plug that in i haven't made a token of that one yet so or not token uh proxy of that one yet in the works all right we need to move on to our next topic we thought we were going to be short with everything but we're actually long with everything so a n l a n l questions all right uh bill from woodbury uh he wrote let me pull this up here so he wrote which mtg guild do you each identify with slash if you could only play one color pair what would it be Mm, so okay i guess we did read this differently i went with identifying with and yeah. adam up until like prepping for this he went with what would you play with so we both we got, like only color so we both thought we both different things parts two parts of the question and we've answered it both right yeah. we kind of figured this out and we have a little bit of a guess for each one we think um you go first on this one what was the guild that you would most likely play so most likely play play um so again here i cheated on all these honestly (laughs) put like 10 answers (laughs) put variables um so uh what what would i play most either green black x green black x yeah which is another color (laughs) which is like something else in that's terrible or, or red white x that's stupid i really like red white black red white blue red white green you, you, did you read the dude's question any two yeah yeah i saw that, that's why it's x two. i did <laughs> I, but if i have to pare it down i would say if i could only play two um, colors two colors it'd be green black that that would that would be what I'd have to play. It has the graveyard. See, it has I creatures. Had you, I had you pegged as Simic or Demir. So Simic is green blue because you like your blue stuff, and I do too. But and then I thought Demir because you have your blue black, your killing and your blue stuff. I know you're a green guy, but I kind of see you as I'm. That I guess current, that's why Simic I yeah, lean more yeah. towards currently i would say like i'm still really big into the graveyard and that's where green black kind of yeah. thrives a bit more well that's where we're going to be boring because i picked green Golgari. black <laughs> <laughs> i went green black and actually bill from woodbury he's golgari as well <laughs> we're golgari friends yeah so I, if that's the color i play because i like green creatures the ramp and the black aspect is killing like if you yeah. see my fave fives it's a lot of protecting my shit and then also destroying their shit. Yeah. I think we're playing it for different reasons. Yeah. Which is nice. You're about graveyard, yeah. And I'm yeah, about I'm more, killing. Yeah. So that's that. different. <laughs> All right. So what would you identify with? This was pretty easy for me to pick for you. I, wait, 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 wait. Let's back know. this what up. Mean, Can you go through each of them like you did for me before the cast to uh, say what each one is? Um, so very basics if you uh t- like tuned out last year when i was reading the stories like adam <laughs> yeah the really good stories that were just um, awful so azorius is white blue and i look at them more like the law they're like lawyers judges that kind of thing politics that yeah politics that's kind of how i i see it a little bit demir i that's black blue which are like spies uh rakdos which is black red which is like hedonists like demons whatever you're fucking into uh i don't judge you don't worry about <laughs> it uh you got gruel which is like red green and they're like people that party down by the river 
they like want to hang out in nature but also just rock out uh selesnia that's green white they're probably more like hippies that they want to chill they're probably potheads i guess that <laughs> uh you got azorius which are kind of like in my mind the banks uh and also mm, i want to they they kind of remind me of like uh not grave diggers but you know the paul like the people that you got to pay to bury tax your, man no not the, but yeah tax man a little bit but more in my mind uh when you go to a funeral home the people that like arranged everything uh. that are kind of like they're also partially plastic people at that point. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, I don't fucking know. Not the embalmer, but the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So is it is blue red? Uh, they're more like the mad scientists, electricity, experimentation. Uh, Golgari are kind of like uh, the gardeners. They they deal in rot and I growing things. Deal with you. You're a gar- you're a farmer at one point. <laughs> uh, red white is more, a bit more militant. Boros. Uh, and then Simic is kind of like experimentation with organics and out in nature and stuff like that. So, so I pegged you as Azorius. Personality-wise. I pegged me Azorius as well. <laughs> For one of them. I did. Uh, this is, oh, like I said, I cheated. X. <laughs> Not X, but I, I chose two colors. Um, I am, for me personally, like I would agree with you on that. Like I am very rule-oriented. Um, I don't do much out of, uh, what I'm supposed to be doing. We made fun of me last week. I drive the speed limit, if not under. Oh man. Um, <laughs> if I'm going to sometimes speed over, limit, but I feel bad after like, like you I'm, don't even go five, like five, uh, I go seven. It, is it, my... it depends on where I'm going. Like if I'm driving from my house to work, no, there's no point. If I'm driving from here to the farm, which is seven and a half hours, Yes, I'll go five over. What about like when you would come to my house to do the podcast? You want to get there to do it, right? That's that's not under, but it's not over. <laughs> uh, so it's pretty much right on. I also don't have uh, cruise control, so oh, that's a big difference. And so, so I have my cruise. Yeah, yeah. I purposely did not put cru- cruise control in my car. Why? Why? Because um, you're Azorius. <laughs> Kind of follow the rules. No, I mean, actually, well, you have a stick. that's beside the point. You have a stick, yeah, I have a stick. Though, so. Um, so, yeah, we don't have to get into that right now. Uh, but I also thought of myself a little bit like Gruel, Red Green. Um, that's of, what I picked myself as. Did you? Yeah. Well, especially I did when, actually put you down for Red Green. <laughs> especially when you just said the last, when you went through this list. You didn't say it the first time, but you said. No, I didn't. Rock out by the river. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds like me. With <laughs> That's nature. me. I'm glad I put that down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll take that color. I did put gruel or simic. I guess is what I put for me. I put red blue as the other one for you. Red blue? You have me as is it a mad scientist? No, I don't know why. <laughs> I think it was simic. It should have been simic. Simic or yeah, I, I don't know. The Let gruel me turn one. that R into a G. <laughs> <laughs> no one sees it, Lowry. So you did have gruel on there. For I me did as have well? gruel. Yeah, All that right. was my first one. All right, that's what so I. So I did too. have. Yeah, yeah. You, you do that a bit more, but like I'm probably the gruel part of me is probably your fault. So just hanging out. I did just have Drags. our. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, on Facebook, memory just popped up from when we were Scooby Doo and the gang. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean the until I blacked you? out and yeah. fell, hit my head real hard. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Okay, that, I think that's pretty good. What do you identify with? The yeah, most for sure. Out of the two colors. 
Bill um, from Woodbury, like I said, is Golgari, but that was did he say swarm here? So I don't know if he actually identifies that or if that's the color you like, but we'd like to know what you guys I'll also yeah. tag the question as well so you guys can respond to that. It I do wonder if people like I think you should ask answer both. What do you identify and what do you play most or what yeah. what what's the like the place? For sure. Because I want to see if people like play with what they identify with because clearly Cause like, obviously we don't i don't like white blue to play with but personality wise i am i would agree i'm i'm very rule oriented i could see playing i green red uh a little bit but i did it, did i say that i i that was my second one red green gruel mm-hmm. yeah i did say that. that's all where right. i jumped in because then yeah. i was like that's also what mine is uh but yeah for sure i'm a golgari player but mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. a golgari i don't farm and deal with that one was a little harder like i don't i don't think that was appropriate description that i used but zombie worshipers yeah which isn't a real thing in in our real life it can be there there's probably some i people. mean there are some yeah we have but, the walking dead zombies are kind of a big thing right now no that's not as big a thing anymore is it it still is out there. Is this still a big show? I mean, we stopped watching it. It got really So then it doesn't, stupid. it's not good anymore. Spoiler alert. If it's you want to know dumb. what happens, Carl dies. What? <laughs> Carl. Actually, I only have heard that on the radio yeah, where they're like making fun of it. A bunch of times. Okay, so. um, Wow. Wow. I didn't see that coming. Well, dies too. Jesus. <laughs> I probably should cut all that out. I'm going to bleep that. I'm going to... Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I'm going to do. Because I think there might be people that are... I don't know. It'd be really weird if people are just catching up on Walking Dead. How long ago did this happen? Uh, a couple of years ago. I think two years ago now. I think might have left last year, if I remember right. Yeah, I feel like left last year. And it, right before that, Carl died. And that's why he left? No, he... he doing a new show or something like that the actor <laughs> so they wrote him off the script yeah pretty much the they okay, killed him okay. off yeah you got All a lot of bleeps there bleep died and bleep this and bleep that uh okay uh we are running long i think we're gonna cut it there so yeah you cool. guys like you said uh next week we what should... are your favorite enchantments yeah. you don't have to do like a list or anything but yeah i'd like to see what other people like to use so it's your favorite what you use a lot when you make decks yeah, it doesn't have to be the best but whatever oh. you really enjoy playing with because like it, for example there where we were just talking about mirrors guile is my number one but right now sylvan library probably is you know it's probably a better card i think it is a better card but i typically have been using mirrors guile for 10 15 years at least that mm-hmm. so um but yeah we'd like to hear that and then also which guilds you guys rep- or represent identify you. with yeah there we go that's a better word Wait. and play the most important game. all right we will catch you guys next week thanks for listening see ya bye